Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford show. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Well, he's here now. Yeah. But I don't know where he'll be when the show goes out. In a week's time. Oh, it's weird. I, I find it very odd. I try and do every show live, and I do. I, I'm a, I do about 90, 90-odd percent shows of my, yeah. mine are live, but sometimes just it's impossible. Just yeah. whatever it is, you know. And I'd rather do one than not do one, because, yeah. you know, I've got five kids to feed. We've all got kids. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So um, I need it. Need it to, to pay the bills. Um, so, but we're in Kilkenny, which was, which is where we are for you. Which is where we were last week. A week ago. Oh my god! I feel like a Doc Brown trying it's, to explain it to Marty it? McFly. It's Sunday now, but it's yeah. oh. oh god, no, it's, gone. <laughs> it's too early. And also, it's Sunday morning, and you're like, "What are you on about, Jace? Just play yeah. a song, man. Don't want to me this time of the morning." <laughs> I just saw Biff coming out of one of the antique shops so with an almanac. <laughs> it's so confusing. Uh, so yeah, we're in um, we're in Kilkenny having a lads on tour holiday. It's wild, isn't it? Lads on tour. We've gone pretty mad. It was unusual actually. Last night was I stayed out later than you. Yeah, no. Well, what does that mean? I don't stay out late. You say that in a you're way. You're more that, of a drinker than I am, though. Well, you're not a drinker. So yeah, exactly. anyone's more of a drinker than you. <laughs> I'm not saying you're an alcoholic. I'm yeah. just saying. Just the word drinker. You, you yeah. did the apostrophes in the air when you did it as well. <laughs> yeah, we, although last night, crikey, I, I don't know how people get drunk. It is not a nice feeling. Well, it can be. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was all right, but there was a point where I just had to, we had to go for food. We hadn't eaten, had we? That's the thing. Yes, I've heard that's a problem. Yeah, you need to, I think, line your stomach. That's what they say. Yeah. So, sort of a... Not shots. Not shot. Not don't free shots. Don't line free shots in a plastic Well, bag. only because... Nearly weren't free, were they? Wasn't that one of the worst things that's ever happened? <laughs> Let me tell you what happened, right? We're walking down the street. There's a young, attractive Irish girl. She's giving out free shots, free shots. There's people Flyers and all sorts. Flyers coming in, trying to convince people to come into the bar. Me and Steve walk past. Steve in his check blue shirt. Me in my uh, sort of slightly nondescript uh, bluey shirt as we walk past. As soon as we walk past... Flyers went behind her back. No flyers. Yeah, not no flyers. You no, no, not coming in here, Grandad. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was livid. We could do the shots. Town down. And it was only when the bouncer, a man of our age, yeah, yeah. sort of recognised us, was like, oh, get, get them to come in. And then she came over all like, oh, yeah, we're big fans. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we went in. <laughs> we went in anyway. Went free in. shot, wasn't it? We did have a free <laughs> shot. <laughs> we did have a free shot. But, you know, as as every morning after the night before, it's always full of regret. Yeah. And then, he's, then the guy downed like a... He really, bought out a sort of really sort of exquisite whiskey. Yeah. He was like, this is a really good one. We were like, oh, right. And then he downed it. I was like, oh, we just was, downed it then. Do we have to we do were, that? thought we were going to savour this one. We were suffering peer pressure in, <laughs> yeah. in our 30s and 40s. In, in his pub, you can't do anything about it, can you? Oh, it was awkward. It was awkward. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're in Kilkenny. And, uh, a week ago. A week ago. It's weird. I'm actually now, what was it, Sunday the 10th, so I will be uh, telling my kids off. Yeah, nice. That's what I'll be doing. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, yeah, exactly this time, in fact. I'll be, we're, we're camping in uh, Malvern, I think, or Bristol or somewhere like that. One of those. Around that wet area. Those, yeah. Somewhere. That closer, I think. But yeah. I know, I don't know where we're supposed to be. I know we're fly, I'm flying into Bristol and then going 
I don't know. Yeah. I think something like that. What will you be doing? I think I'll be being forced to push a tiny child's trolley around the garden by my two-year-old. Mm. Trolley. Okay, I'll push it then. <laughs> okay, so I can't actually push this. It's, it's, it's tiny. a foot off the ground. <laughs> You're six four. Six four. Yeah, three. So not easy. Not an easy job. Yeah, that sounds tough. They are like, they just control us, don't they? Yeah, and you're sort of going, well, you know, you can't react to every whim. You don't want to, don't want to spoil no. them, do you? But, you know, pushing a trolley around a garden never ruined anybody, did it? Didn't ruin Apart from my back. back. <laughs> <laughs> totally in charge. I don't remember our parents being like this. No, they weren't no. at all. There was, we are, I think we are the first set of parents who overlove our kids. Yeah. I think that's, I think we are. We're, we're yet to know if that's a bad thing, aren't we? We'll never, well, we'll know one day. Yeah, but we'll, about yeah. 16 years. Overlo- I think we do. I think we overlove our children. Yeah. I, think, I think we're the first generation who says, I love you, as a question. Well, no, not. It's a like bit, a we're a bit needy. Response. Yeah, exactly. Well. You're like, I love you. Say it back. And you say, want, I love me back. Say it I love me you back. too. Oh, please say you love me back. <laughs> Don't start crying in front of a child. What are you teaching them? Like, I love, like, my parents love me and they yeah. showed love, but I don't remember the phrase, I, I love you. You didn't have to say it every sort of No, two I don't hours. think it ever did get said. <laughs> yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Much be really loving people. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Because it's hard, because what you don't want to do, in a way, I sort of think that, you know, raising kids who are a bit like, um, who are not too sort of eager to please. I yeah. think that, I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's good humour. Yes, yeah. Because you know when, you know when you're like a teenager and you've got that mate who's like a bit like, you're all right, like he's a bit too in, like you're a bit like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you forget to ring him and, yeah, you yeah. know, like, and he's like, oh, you never, oh, so you never rung? Like that guy. I only did it once. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let it go. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Please say it back. <laughs> This feels like last night all over again. After this that, is about three after in the those morning. Shots, yeah. yeah, that is the only other. That's the only time we've said it. I love you, dude. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. But you had an early night. I was yeah, twelve o'clock. Is that an early night? I think I mean, so. I think it is. It, it's two for 15. me. It's not. I'm oh, two I know, right? fifteen. I know. Well, I was talking to uh, a uh, New Zealand rugby player. Well, yeah, that's what I was doing at two o'clock in the morning. That's what happens at 2.15 in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 that's the yeah. moment where I thought, I need to go to bed. One thing I know about you, you love rugby. <laughs> love rugby, <laughs> and I've never been to New Zealand. <laughs> it was riveting. <laughs> Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So uh, we're over in Ireland at the moment, and um, we, uh, we it's been a fun trip. It's been a fun trip so yeah. far. Very, uh, lots going on. Loads of sh- comedy shows we've been to. It's been a right laugh. And um, but the, other, the other thing I've, I've been enjoying is playing um, Guess the Irish. It's What's, a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good the game. Good game. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many people, especially in Dublin, not necessarily in Kilkenny, yeah. but in Dublin. Like we were at Dublin Airport for 45 minutes. Longer. Well, for longer, it was a couple of hours in the end. But I, because I sometimes play on holiday, Guess the English. Yeah. It's a great game. It's a good game. You see couples or a family, and as you're walking along, you're like, are they? And then you go, oh, no, they're German. Oh, no, they're They're Germans. Germans. Because there's sometimes a crossover between the Germans. And there's, there was, somebody said to me yesterday, after I'd said, there's a, there is a look in Ireland. I think there's a look everywhere. Yeah, there is. I think every country has a look of of what that sort of country looks like. But interestingly, somebody said yesterday when I said, oh, you know, you can get, you can tell someone's Irish when you look at them. And they said, very interestingly, they said, the thing, they were Irish. They said, the thing with the Irish is they all look Irish, but none of them look the same. 
Yeah. That's what's... That's sad, isn't it? That's yeah. what's true. You're like, yeah, I could tell you were, but you don't look like that guy. Yeah. It's a good game. Great game. I enjoyed it. Two hours we played yeah, before. Yeah, well, we had enough to do. It's a Monday Ice Spy, isn't it? <laughs> the other thing we spotted, which I've not seen for... Many a year. Decades. I think that's right on Coronation Street in the 80s. Easily, right? Yeah. Was a man smoking, not unusual, no, but... Not outside an airport. Not outside an airport, no. A man smoking... With no hands. Now, I don't mean he's got no hands. Yeah, he had hands. Yeah, he had just hands. He wasn't using his hands. His hands not... weren't busy either. No. He could have just, used his he hands. He could have easily held the cigarette He just decided mouth. to just hold it in his gob and chat away. I just don't see that anymore, do you? It was it just balanced on his bottom lip. Yeah, like handicap. <laughs> That's what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen that for... Like one of my dad's mates, like, in it, playing darts with it in his yeah. mouth or something. I don't know why. It's a, it's a lost art, that. It is a real skill <laughs> for, for it just to balance yeah. on your lip and not, it doesn't fall. The ash almost stays on, yeah, well, connected. Yeah. Create a little vacuum or something. I don't know what happened. I don't know the science behind it. It was really weird. And I was thinking to myself yesterday, because when I got to Kilkenny, there was another thing I saw um, that I've not seen for ages, outside a newsagent, a charity collection box in the shape of a life-sized orphan child in calipers. Mm, Remember that? We've got like yeah, a little yeah. slit in the head where you yeah, put yeah. a pound. That's just adding insult to injury, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, as if, as if yeah. life couldn't get any worse yeah, for this kid. He's popping some pennies in his head. <laughs> no, no, you don't see that. Where anymore. are these things? Or the Labrador one. Yeah. It used to be a Labrador one. It's a Paddington Bear one, wasn't it? Yeah. A Paddington Bear one. What's that going to? I love playing this in Peru. Game. Yeah, it's one of my favourite games. The other thing you, never, you don't see as much anymore people on game shows with no teeth. No, that was a very sort that of... Was, uh, I don't know why that was a thing. I remember Strike It Lucky. Every couple of weeks, there'd be somebody, all right, Michael, there'd be yeah. somebody with no teeth. 28 as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Stuart on my Facebook said, uh, normal eyebrows. You no, he's got a point there. That's, that is true, that. The, what the, is going so, on? He means the female eyebrow. Yeah, blokes have always been the same, but... Yeah, yeah. What is going on with the women? This the bushy eyebrow thing. It's a but it's of, that weird thing where they sort of like they've overpainted their eyebrows. Yeah, I, I think I'm old-fashioned. I just prefer them as they were. Just keep them, however. Yeah, the Lord intended. Tidy them up a bit if you want to, but you know. Yeah, them... don't. Nobody wants a monobrow. No. Get rid of the middle bit. Fine. Yeah, but don't I understand this. It's almost like they've often they look like they've shaved them off and then painted them back on yeah that's weird or a little bit like you know in American Wealth in London when he's when he's turning into the werewolf yeah. and bits of his face when the eyebrows have gone first <laughs> that's what it's like and that's not a that's no. not a look you should aspire to no it's definitely not <laughs> um, so it, it, these were things that I I was just thinking this morning of things that I'd not seen for ages uh, so as I said people with no teeth yeah. uh, the collection box uh, shapes as a child um, hedge porn I thought about yeah, this. Yeah, well, it's... I mean, not that I hang around by railway lines maybe, anymore. But yeah, maybe you don't go to those lot, areas as much. There was a lot of mucky books in uh, yeah. hedges. How did they get there? Did somebody just, like, dr- it got found out and, and they then- went, I've got to dump this <laughs> dead of night. Get, load up the mini. I'm getting rid of this. <laughs> or on a train. Just threw it out of a window. Because that's another option, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. They're like, oh my God, the guard's yeah, coming. to do that. What if it blew in through another window and it's hit the vicar in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Vickers falling off bikes. That was, you don't see that. I don't see that. See Vickers on bikes. No, Vicar on a bike. So Not on a bike. No, don't see any of these things. These. Are, I think we've gone to Beano Town. <laughs> we, maybe we need to start reading. You the know, Beano. a stray dog with some sausages in it. Yeah, mouth. you don't see any more. Do you? Ruddy faced butcher, softy getting beaten up. <laughs> 
Kids playing conkers. Do you, you, mate, you do not, is that I've not anymore? seen that for about 15 years. Yeah, but you don't hang around schools, do you? I mean, you've made that sound weird, but I, I do, <laughs> do you obviously. Know what I mean? I do That's, go to schools yeah, to pick up my kids. If I said to my kids... the conquer age? Mate. 11? If 12? I said, my, kid, my eldest is eight, nearly nine. If I said to my kids age? now, right... No, I played at primary school, I'm sure of it. I know, but you, there wasn't Playstations and <laughs> stuff then, was there? If I said to my kids now, right, guys, we're going to go into the garden, we're going to get a couple of conkers, and we're going to get a screwdriver and put a hole in it, yeah. then we're going to get a lace... Don't you get putting in the oven or pickling or anything. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. I'm going to put a lace to it, tie a little knot, and then going to wallop it at each other. It just sounds so difficult to put together now. Where do you get that? How do you drill an hole in it without it breaking? Where do you get the laces from? Yeah, I don't have spare laces. No. It sounds like it's going to start costing money. Yeah, no. Turn the PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) You're not got a game on your phone, an app or anything. Conquer app. I bet there is a Conquer app. Let's do a Conquer app. Have a search, see if there's one. It's a Conquer app. I bet there is a Conquer app. You just start walloping your iPhones at each other. That's a good idea, isn't it? (laughs) Just keep it still. Keep it still. Whack. Don't think there is. Oh, hey, we're on to that. Maybe I shouldn't put this out, this bit, because this yeah, is Yeah, leave good... this bit. We'll go on Dragon's Den. Is it still on Dragon's Den? Yeah, it's still on, yeah. I thought they finished it. Conquer Game App. <laughs> there is. There's an app? Yes. Right, okay. We'll get it. Right. We'll download it in a bit. <laughs> I'm not buying laces. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. He's found it. I He's found the Conquer found... Game App. A Conquer game app. I think it's called Go Go Bonkers for Conquers. What's it like? Let's have a look. It looks um, to be mm. you walking down a road. Yeah. Picking up Conquers. <laughs> oh, hang on. I don't know what that is. He's here to be with it? Oh, I don't know. He's <laughs> defeated a moth. It said one moth defeated. Oh, no. I don't know. There's no link between moths and don't Conquers. Don't try and overcomplicate the game. I suppose it is about smashing stuff. You can't really do that. Well, I remember, I remember when I was at high school... Didn't it? Didn't when there's some like health and safety rules came in where kids had to start wearing goggles? Yeah, and glo- like not sure if that or if it was a Daily Mail thing. Yeah, it feels a bit like they're trying to ban Christmas. They're banning conkers now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did. I don't think the Muslims have come over and yeah. they're banning conkers. Like the conkers. Oh yeah, that's against that's against Islam. Did yeah, you get that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How can you ban conkers? You just put it in your pocket when no one's looking, don't you? Yeah, and then get it out again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I'll tell you the other thing I miss: blokes uh, selling newspapers in the street. Just shouting it, yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. Was that yours? Mine was Expression Star. She's the Expression Star. Yeah. Why do they do it? Why do they have to do it? I don't know. It's like some weird training. Are they amusing themselves going, I'm going to say this as little like (laughs) Evening News or Expression Star as I possibly can. Yeah, that was it. That was the London one, wasn't it? Yeah, what was wrong with those guys? It must have been like a newspaper had a really long name and you had to go, yeah. and the bars are in the beauty gazette. <laughs> Just had to do a really sort of drawn out one. Yeah, you wanted the echo. That was the only standard final yeah. gazette. I don't know if that's a real paper. Leave a black echo. Echo, yeah. Leave If you were doing the echo, you'd have to go, echo, echo, echo. Wouldn't you? You'd have to do that. Yeah, I would. If you were selling the echo. I would. <laughs> Uh, Cara Darby on Facebook said, um, "Kids pretending to smoke with those little white sweet sticks." I know. Do they still? They probably don't, don't make those anymore. Probably not. Do they? It's, probably, it's probably not a good thing. They're probably behind uh, a door uh, where you're not allowed to see them from the outside. You're yeah. not at the airport yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cigarettes are there, going. Yeah. What's going on behind there? Dawn says, "Children playing ball games in the street." 
I don't remember that. Was that a thing? What, playing ball games in the in street? In the street? Yeah. No, Kirby. I never saw that. You never oh, ball ga- I thought you said board games. In board the games? <laughs> Just like Monopoly money blowing down the road. I was like, I remember this. Oh, ball games, yeah. Yeah, board no, I remember. Games, so There's only one, it. There's only Kirby. It's mainly Kirby. Wally. Kirby. Wally. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's a bit too dangerous now. More cars on the road? Well, there's more cars, yeah. And they, and they care less. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they can get away, so... Kirby was a great game. Great, oh, great game. game that was. Uh, Rachel says people queuing to use a phone box. But I mean, yeah, what? No, you don't need to anymore, no. do you? That's just Superman. <laughs> yeah, but very rarely is there more than one Superman. No, but if somebody's in there, like a, a busty escort or something, <laughs> he might have to queue behind <laughs> Putting her little card up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Clark. She's got, oh, she fell off the building now. Don't, <laughs> mind, don't worry about it. Forget Finish it. your cards. <laughs> um... Terence Anthony on uh, Facebook says, little animatronic puppets in a cobbler's window. Oh, you see, you see them occasionally, sort of yeah. Them. You do see them occasionally, yeah. I was always doing that with yeah. the little, like, sort of banging. Oh, it was the cobblers, wasn't it? I think this, the odd butcher used to have one as well. Yeah, he used to, like, be chopping sort of chopping a bit meat. of sausage or something. And the cobbler would be, like, hammering onto, a sh- like, a... shoe, yeah. Yeah, onto, like, an anvil. Yeah. No, that's a blacksmith you're thinking of. <laughs> Is it? A blacksmith shop. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm mixing the two jobs up. Yeah, then again, the cobbler's, he does like loads of things, doesn't I he? He's like, you could, I fix shoes and I make keys. Yeah, like, no, that's a, a weird one that he's just decided. I do loads of things. Yeah. Now they fix uh, phone covers. Do they? Yeah, you front, if you smash your iPhone. Oh, that just seems wrong. Weird, that's isn't it? just mixing the technology up. Paul Knox says, uh, things you don't see anymore. Respecting society, Jason. All right, mate. Oh, uh, he's, yeah. Keep it light, Paul. Okay. We're having a laugh. Respecting society, all right, yeah. <laughs> Music matters. We've been talking about uh, things that you um, you just don't see anymore. What, what? I mean, I mean, you're older than me anyway, so be, yeah. you've got more things that you don't see anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you sort polio. Of, polio. How old are you? I'm not that much older. <laughs> that's rag, a big point. Rag and Bowman. Rag and Bowman used to be a thing, didn't they? Yeah. Well, he still is. Well, he still we, we play them. Yeah, on rag, here, yeah. Yeah, you don't see them anymore, do you? But no. then there's a bloke who I put a radio outside my house just for a laugh, mm. and a bloke did come and take it. <laughs> so I think they just sneak around a bit more now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what we remember. Rag and ball, man. Maybe yeah, they just yeah. don't shout it. No, they don't shout it. Um, I tell you what, I, I uh, found the other day, and it was it was just in the garage. I'd not seen it for years. It was like one of them little games. They're like water games. Oh yeah. And you oh, press yeah. the button, and it like squirts a bit of water up, air yeah. up into the. Yeah. And you, it's like a, trying to get the hook onto a. I was a, they were good then, weren't they? But they weren't though. No, they, they were weren't. Terrible. You didn't need batteries, did you? That's, no, you didn't. Yeah, that's exactly. What I meant yeah. When I said they were good, you didn't need batteries. <laughs> yeah. Didn't need batteries, did you? I tried. I tried to give it to the kids. They were on their iPads. I was like, hey, guys, guys, look what I found. The air blows the thing in the... Oh, it doesn't matter. They <laughs> just looked at me like, what? How old are you? Yeah. This was entertainment. Uh, funny bumper stickers. You don't see them anymore. Don't see many of them. And I remember somebody at school, one of their parents had, um, like, fingers uh, coming up. Like, so oh, it looked yeah, like they were like trapped, trapped in a boot. In the boot. Yeah, I do remember that, that was, yeah. That was very humorous. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> you don't see that anymore. The people just, I don't know, maybe they start as much think of a... with the, you know, when you buy anything online, you must be able to get the fingers coming out of the boot. <laughs> well, we, we, you've already failed trying yeah, to find no, a, I'm not even looking again. It'll just throw me down. <laughs> it didn't cost you anything. No. No. No, no. No, I don't want to, no. I don't want to see that invoice no, on the Absolute no. Radio. 79p. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. We are in Kilkenny, and uh, but the big news that I read this week is not over here in Ireland. It's back home What's in that? the UK, in Brockworth, Gloucestershire. Okay. 
the champion chaser for cheese chasing right. has broken the record in Gloucestershire's death-defying cheese rolling I'm race. Say legs, but yes, <laughs> he's not broken. He's broken legs. the record. <laughs> he's broken his record. Yeah, Chris Anderson says. <laughs> This is a great quote. Chris Anden says he has nothing to prove after claiming his 22nd wheel of double Gloucester cheese in 14 years. Wow. That, so you get to keep the cheese if you win that. That's what it looks like. Hill, 22nd wheel of cheese, yeah. I've got nothing to prove, mate. Does he eat them or does he just display them? You've got to eat them. Surely you can't keep cheese. No, I mean, it'd be a big old wheel, wouldn't it, as well? Yeah, and 22 of them. It's not a baby bell, is it? <laughs> it's a fair size. <laughs> That would be that would be more fun. Actually. Yeah, scatter about twenty of them down the hill. Don't people break the bones and everything down on that game? Don't oh, they? It looks absolutely mad. It's carnage. What's how how big is? Do we know how big the hill? How steep the hill? The gradients? Um, how far they say, run? It's an eight pound wheel of cheese. Um, Chris Anderson, obviously, but he's he, won it twenty two times. Twenty two times. He's got nothing to prove. Well, no, but he keeps going back, doesn't he? He keeps going back for those over 14... He's like one of those cops on his last day. He's like, just, you've won now, let it go. You don't need to do one, one last, last bit Just one cheese. last bit of cheese. And then I give up. Me and the wife are going to sail around Bristol. <laughs> the professional soldier... Well, I mean, that's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating, isn't it? Yeah. What, you're going up against just normal people? Just a bloke who... Yeah, no. The, the training they've done? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that disqualifies no, you. No, I think you should, there should be a... There should be a soldier's edition. A cut-off point, yes. <laughs> Cheese rolling, ultimate edition, ultimate forces. The ultimate edition. From Arge, yeah. Um, the professional, this is what I love about newspaper stories, the professional soldier who doesn't even like the taste of professional double Gloucester. Professional soldier. Doesn't even like the taste of double Gloucester. Doesn't even like it. Doesn't even like it. He doesn't even like the taste of double Gloucester. Tumbled down Cooper's Hill in Brockworth to get his hands on the eight-pound wheel of cheese. He broke the record held by fellow dairy devil... They've really worked hard on some of them, haven't they? Uh, Stephen Guide, who boasted 20 cheeses before retiring. (laughs) That's why he wanted to get... He he didn't want to go one above him, he wanted to go two above him, didn't he? So he had 20. So there, he's retiring in 2000... (laughs) (laughs) This is this. He broke the record held by fellow Dairy Devil Stephen Guide, who boasted 20 cheeses before retiring in 2009 to focus on being a father. (laughs) (laughs) Time to put away childish things. You being a dad, like yeah. you run, run down a hill once yeah. a year. No, I mean, well, <laughs> wow. I'm going to concentrate. And when his kids do you are think older, he can concentrate on it, or do you think every time he sees like a, like I said, a little baby bell going in the lunchbox, he just think, just looks at it for a yeah. minute and goes, "I could beat you." <laughs> you want to see the lunchbox again? No, no, no. Just, nope. No, no. <laughs> Or when his kids like get angry at him when he's teenagers. I think if if you won an eight, I could have been someone. (laughs) I could have been someone if it wasn't for you. I could have been a Cavilli. (laughs) (laughs) Some damn you, Chris Anderson. Damn you, damn you. Come on, damn you. Of course, (laughs) damn you, Chris Anderson. (laughs) Twenty-two though, so. Mr. Anderson won the first and third of three races on Monday with thousands of spectators turning out to watch the century. There's more spectators than there are people stupid enough to run down the hill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just watching this year. Yeah, yeah. Just sat there on his his crutches next year. Imagine being admitted to hospital. What happened? Well, uh, I was chasing an eight pound double Gloucester down a hill. And uh, imagine, I just let my arm go. Imagine speaking to your sergeant. How come you're uh, you're injured yeah. coming back into service? Well, it's well the f- thing is, sir, uh, <laughs> as you know, I'm 21 times winner of the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to get to 22, I understand. Well done, Chris Anderson. We salute you. This is... 
Music matters. You had a meeting last week, didn't you? I've had I've had a bit of a weird meeting. <laughs> Tell me about this. I went I went to meet someone, and it's this thing that you do when you I write stuff, and yeah. then you go and meet a developer, and they sort of chat through ideas, and yeah. then they never send you an email back. That's the way it works generally. <laughs> That's the thing. But I went to meet this bloke in in uh, in, in the West End there. And uh, all I had was his name. In London. In London there. Yes. It was one of those exclusive fancy clubs that yes. you wouldn't really want to be seen dead in. But uh, so he's, I just had his name. His name is Sam. Okay. So I went to this place. I said, let me assist Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, went in. There's about eight people in this bar just sort of looking around. One guy caught me eye. Yeah. And I went, are you Sam? And he went, no. I went, right. And then there was another guy just sort of waving. Oh, right. Sort of beckoning me over. Yeah. I said, I'm saying, did so I sat there and he went, right, you went, oh, so I said, sorry, I'm a bit, I was a little bit late. I said, sorry, I'm a little bit late. It's some trouble at Twickenham Station, you know, they're sort of renovating it and stuff. He went, oh, you, you come from Twickenham? I should have said, because we've got an office in Twickenham. I was like, have you? I was yeah. meeting somebody from the BBC. Yeah, we'd have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd have heard of this. We'd on Eel Pie Island, he said. And I was like, <laughs> Hang on I remember a, a BBC thing. But anyway, I yeah, said, yeah, let it go. Yeah, yeah, let it go. Sat the waiter came over. You want a drink? He said, you want a drink? Got you a drink? And he said, he said, oh, I've just, I've just got two missed calls from you. I was like, all right. I was thinking, I've not got your number. Right. I don't know where you've got Timmy's calls from me. And none of this was alarm well, bells. No, because uh, I just thought this may be his mistake. A little bit, not at this point. <laughs> so he bought me a peppermint tea and stuff. And then he said, uh, so um, I've been talking to Jean-Marie. He said you were very good on the Rome project. <laughs> okay. now, that was the first alarm bell. <laughs> I was like... I'm- John Murray, I don't know a John Murray. He says, yeah, you had a lovely time. He said, that oil, oil rig is one of the best he's ever said. <laughs> so I thought, oh, hang no. on. Oh, no. I'm, I'm not here to get a job on an oil rig, am I? I don't know. And what is this? I mean, I've pitched a few ideas. Could yeah. be wacky sometimes, but I don't remember the oil rig one. But I'm still trying to so work my way through it. So I just sort of went, right. I he said, you do know John Murray. I was like, I sort of. Um, oh, and then and then he just sort of lo- he just looked straight through me and up in the air. And I turned round and there was this really sweaty, angry man stood there just staring at me going, who's this guy? <laughs> like, because obviously he was late for the interview. He'd rang twice. It all started to make sense. He'd rang twice. Yeah, of course. And then he, he's come in now and, and there's another like bloke who's had his, got his job. <laughs> wasn't him. I went, oh, I said, I think, I said, are you Sam the name? And he went, no, I thought your name was Sam. The bloke coming for the thing was Sam. Oh no. So I was looking for Sam and he thought I was Sam. Oh God. So he went, well, I've bought you tea now. And he was a bit angry. <laughs> <laughs> so then I looked across, and then there was a bloke in the corner waving. I went, "That must be him." More media sat down. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he had the glasses on. He had everything. He had a three-piece suit and a beanie hat on. Very just sat in the corner eating Leon's. How long were you sat there for? About fifteen minutes. Stop. How no, it was last no because it, I just I've just cut it down. The first bit was chit chat about oh god, what's got any kids? What's this up to? And then that's what I mean. You were sort of getting into it, and then suddenly you just went, "Oil rig's looking well." Oh, God. But yeah. Oh, no. Civil engineering. That was, I mean, imagine if you'd have been so polite that you ended up working well, on Well, none oil of rig. the things I pitched to that bloke really stuck. So <laughs> I've passing. always got the job at the oil rig <laughs> on the standby. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Just heard from Steve, uh, his case of mistaken identity. I've just had a text, the oil rig is a go. <laughs> Off he goes. Yeah. That would be... Because uh, there's that story, isn't there, of, um, it's sort of slightly different, but there is that, is it a Ken Loach story or the... Who's, who's yeah, it? Mike it's Lee. a Mike Lee story, I think. Of the it? guy who... Um, he was playing a sort of guy in a... It, it, it's all sort of, sort of loosely scripted, isn't it? And yeah. It's all sort of real, and I think he was playing a guy, wasn't he... 
he worked in a sausage factory, factory yeah, or something. That's right. So he went and got a job in a sausage factory for like three weeks just to, so he could yeah. understand his character a bit more. And, like, <laughs> and then Mike forgot, Lee about, forgot him. about him. <laughs> he, just ended, he just worked in a factory for about three months making sausages. <laughs> going, just, still waiting for the call. It's <laughs> a hell of an audition. Yeah. Imagine that, crikey. So we're talking about... Um, Mistaken identities. It, it can happen. It's happened to the rest of us. It happened to Steve. Yeah. You can be the victim of it. You can be the perpetrator of it. Yeah. Mistaken identities. So I asked on uh, Facebook about it earlier. Um, this is a sort of usual one. Matt Astley says, there's an old guy who uh, that I do work for. Uh, he thinks I'm called John. He's gotten past the stage where I can correct him now. I'm yeah, just in too deep. A, yeah. What does he think his name is? Well, he's, he keeps calling him John, but this guy's called Matt. Oh, he's called Matt. Oh, yeah. that's a big leap difference. It's not even... I know, but I, I guess no. you get to a point where you just think... Is yeah. it worth it? No, no. Is He's it old, it? isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, well, there is that. You might as well wait now. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> I get it at, um, I mean, I, I sort of use the, 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 this sort of in my act a little bit, but I remember at Alton Towers once, this couple coming up to me and she said, um, she said, oh, me and my husband will love you. And I said, oh, thanks a lot. She said, oh, so funny, I'll tell you. And obviously my ego is like, well, that's obviously me. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, who could that be? <laughs> Yeah, we just think you're so funny. I was like, oh, thanks. In fact, she said, every time you come on the telly, you just put smiles on our faces. Oh, I'm like, oh, nice, it's really yeah. nice of you. Thank you so much. She went, in fact, me and me and Arthur, we're, we're only with Plusnet because of you. Uh, it's like, oh, right. She thinks I'm the guy, guy for the Plusnet Plus advert. Guy. He's the bane of my life, that guy. Is he? Absolute bane of my life. Who's you yours? Got, it's, it's Matt all right, isn't it? Oh, of course. Road traders, yeah. dude. I mean, I was walking through town only, t- only two days ago, and there was some builders <laughs> sat in the van. They went, you all right, mate? And I was walking past, he went, it's you, isn't it? And I went, yeah, and he went, I was outside the state agent. He went, are they all right? You're checking them out. Are they done anything wrong? And I was like, oh, he thinks I'm, I thought he was Benadorm, but it's not. It's road traders. <laughs> what else I can do? There's nothing you can do. No. There's nothing you can do. All you can hope is that the person who people think you are is never in any sort of trouble. Oh, yeah. No, I never even wrong. thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I never these, even thought you of know, that. If you look a bit like Bill Cosby, yeah. oh, man. How many people has he doorstepped what? and got on the wrong side? How many angry builders are after him? <laughs> Just walking down the street one night and yeah. I get battered. All right. Oh, you ruined my business. My wife left me. All right. It's not me. It's not me. I'm in bed at I'm home. Actor. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's weird, isn't it? Because we've pre-recorded this. I've got no idea what the song was that I was just played. Should we guess? What are you going? I'm going to go for Manic Street Preachers, um, Little Baby Nothing. Okay, wow. Uh, yeah, specific. That's specific. Yeah. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go Killers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it could be a, could be a couple. Yeah. yeah be, but yeah. I'm going to go Killers. That is yeah. my, yeah. Um, or that James Bay one, Pink Lemonade, keeps getting played a lot yeah, on my show. maybe it's that. So they're, they're my two guesses. But great who knows, song, yeah. Yeah. Totally. But what, what a song. Yeah. What Whatever it was. Yeah. Great song. Great. We're talking mistaken identity this morning. Um, Janice Garand uh, on Facebook said, someone knocked on our door. I didn't recognise him, but he'd come to see Paul. My husband's name's Paul. So I said, oh, he's in the bath, but come in and we'll wait for him. It won't be long. So I let my husband, who wasn't necessarily expecting anybody, uh, know and sat in the lounge making small talk with this guy for about 25 minutes. My husband entered... Who are you? He said. Well, words to that effect. The guy looked at me with a look of what I can only describe as shock and panic. He said, I, I, I thought this was Paul. The guy said, oh, sorry, I think this might be the wrong house. He was supposed to be number 21 and this was number 11. He had the total wrong house and yet both of them just stood there, the husband just in a dressing gown, dripping wet. Just wife in the middle of it. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Just What's going on? Tea. Could have ended up on an oil rig. Yeah. 
Jules Smith, this is dedication. At school, I went to join the games club. I went in the wrong room and I ended up in the room full of the brass band, all the all the people yeah. there, uh, learning instruments. To uh, save the embarrassment, I ended up playing the French horn for three years. <laughs> well, rather than, <laughs> rather than say no, rather than admit you were wrong. She hated every minute of it. <sighs> but, you know, it's a life skill, isn't it? It is a skill, but still. I'd love to be able to play a brass instrument. It's just too late. How can you practice that? Well, I was I had trombone for about three weeks at school, yeah. and my dad was like, Nope. Did you, so you had it at home. You bought yeah, it. At yeah, home. yeah. Let's yeah. bring it on. Did you do the burr, yeah, just like the lurk. that bit. Yeah, it was just all I could do was the guy from the lurk pack. That's all you need. Yeah, as long as you can do that. That's <laughs> it, innit? That's all you can do on the trombone. <laughs> Johnny that. Briggs. That was yeah. that's a trombone, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that was it. I remember my mate Paul because at our school you got that was your that was the thing that you were allowed to do an instrument. Every kid got an instrument. It was like a head teacher was well on top of it, but obviously. Not every kid got to play the sax or the lead no. guitar. My mate Paul was ill for the first three weeks of school, got in. All that was left was the tuba. Uh, oof. 11 years old, carrying the tuba home. Yeah. It was the size of him. <laughs> he, he looked like a tortoise. So you get the ones that wrap around your body as well. <laughs> yeah, like so a like phone or something. Yeah. Is that what that's called? Yeah, My something goodness. like that. That's not, that was not a good look. He was another one. As soon as I, I, just, I remember bringing in my, um, my trombone once and, my, uh, him like bringing in his tube, like, I can't be bothered. No. I'd well, we just had the recorder at our school, didn't we? Had any other options? No, these are all donated sort of like oh, okay. instruments. So not, <laughs> not one of them was in tune. No. Like, it was the worst band in the world. Kids who couldn't play instruments that were all out of tune. That don't really go together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, you're like, it costs two pounds to come and watch our Yeah, come and watch show. it. It's great. It's a mashup. <laughs> <laughs> Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning. And uh, we've been talking mistaken identity, uh, where after Steve nearly ended up on an all-rig. Yeah. Could have still been there now. Yeah, well, I'd imagine so. Yeah. You can't just pop off home, can you? (laughs) That's a long job. You can't commute it. Nip it to the milk now, just commute it. (laughs) Alan Angle says, I went in for a minor operation on my nose once uh, when they put me in a ward full of blokes having their hemorrhoids removed. It wasn't until they tried making me put on paper pants that I realised there's been a mix-up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to put paper pants on for a nose op. No, I wouldn't imagine so. (laughs) Well, it depends how big your nose is, but... Katie Gaywood says, My dad's friend once slapped a woman's bum leaning over buggy, thinking it was my mum. And then the unknown woman turned around and slapped him in the face. I mean, <laughs> that's that, right. You deserve that. And yeah. Even if it was the, the person you thought it was, it's still the wrong thing to do, yeah. isn't it? What about this, Cat Bradshaw? Hubby was on entry into the USA, detained for over two hours. I was questioned about his criminal background. He hasn't even had a parking ticket. We've been together for 17 years. Mistaken identity, they said. Someone with the same name and similar date of birth. Similar? Similar? That's not enough to put a glove on, is it? What is it, the 22nd, sir? Oh, see, that reminds me, when I was little, the mm. doctors in, in you know, the, G, the GP in our little town, uh, there was a lad who was born about, I think like a week after me, with exactly the same name as me. Wow. Steve and John Edge, full exact same name, in, in Cannock, it's quite a small town. Yeah. And every now and again, I'd go, they used to, have, they used to give you, I remember they used to give you a paper thing with all your notes yeah. in. And I remember looking at it once, I'd had my appendix out, and I went, I've not had my appendix out. <laughs> and I had the wrong, that's when I discovered that this bloke existed. God. Well, lad, it was about yeah. 11. Why is that weird? 
Horses could be out there now. Anyway, hopefully, Let's well, hope he's not he's got one appendix. He's not got an appendix left. That's the other way. Uh, show me which Steve Edge it is. Let me yeah. see if you've got a Steve's scar. Steve's got a scar. <laughs> Uh, my advice to uh, Cap Bradshaw would be uh, to go to the USA via Dublin because yeah. you can you can pre-register uh, there, can't you? That's yes. sort of, they've got their own little USA. And then at least it's only an hour flight home. Yeah, exactly. If it, if it all goes wrong. <laughs> if it all goes wrong, yeah. D- Dave Crook says, Jason, I get mistaken for you, although I'm at least 10 years older and grey. For me, it's almost flattering. For you, devastating. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's, that's very nice of you. Yeah. I get it a lot. Any overweight white guy with dark hair trying to go a beard, yeah. that's every time. That's you. Every time. I mean, I was 37 last week, and when I put on yeah. my... I mean, I've known you 15 years, but it's still surprising. <laughs> You're such a... <laughs> <laughs> I've started to get, like, vain about it, because yeah. it's starting to make me, like... Social media started to make me, like, paranoid yeah. about my age, and I've never been bothered before. And now, like when I put it was my birthday and I, I, I didn't even say my age, yeah. but there was a picture of the cake and it said 37. And so many people were like, you got the wrong cake, mate. I was like, I can't It's even. funny, when it is your 40th in three years' time, mm. people are going, well, 40 again, are you? Like, it's because they'll think you're 45. <laughs> <laughs> I think I look exactly my age. Well, I don't, I don't know, because I've just, you've, your face is just the same as it Well, yeah, has I guess been. so, yeah. But when I went to, you know, when you're at the fair and they do guess the age? Yeah. Guess it right. And he's an expert. Yeah, yeah. So do you know what? Jog on social media. <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford. Where real music matters. <laughs> this is a cracker from Neil. Neil said his mistaken identity. He was a beat Bobby, and he received a radio report of a car driven with children insecure in the back. I think that means without a seatbelt, rather yeah. than like. Does nobody Why love, no one us? love me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Although, sweet. if I've not got a seatbelt in the back, Nobody probably a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I attended, the, I like the way he's texted this as if he, it's an actual. Like he's in court. <laughs> I attended the keeper's address, a flat number six, and I started to tear a strip off. Tear a strip, that's a good phrase, isn't it? Yeah. I tear a strip off the very polite Chinese gentleman within. Have you just come from Tesco? I said. He said, yes. Did you drive back without your kid seatbelted and secure? He said, yes. So I let him have it for like two or three really weeks. Really, just the safety. The letter of the law. Yeah, yeah, full on, like blasting this guy, giving him a good old telling off. Um, until the traffic mobile shouted through uh, his radio that they'd stopped the car about a mile away and were talking to the driver now. I oh. thought, what's going on here? So he said to the guy, the Chinese guy, he said, what's your name? He said, yes. It was the only English he spoke. Oh, he just said yes. He just knows the word yes. Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, he would have ended up on an oil rig. With that attitude. <laughs> it is worrying now that there's just some poor Chinese guy who just got an absolute rollicking from a copper. Yeah, but just smiled all the way through and <laughs> yeah, said yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly um, Purcell said, I went for a scale and polish. Is that at the dentist? That's must the dentist. Be, yeah, or a fishmonger's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the two. They do. Uh, they do nails as well. The yeah, fishmongers. Those little now. fish. Oh yeah. yeah. I went for a scale and polish and ended up being led into a room. Uh, no dentist chair in it. It was a bit weird. Then an exam paper was put in front of me and I was told I had an hour to complete it. When I said I've I've got an appointment at ten o'clock, they assumed it was for the new dental nurse interview. 
I did think it was a bit strange that they asked me for a driver's license uh, when I, I went in there. Yeah, I'd have done it anyway. Got yeah. a job out of it. Why not? Yeah. What about this from Jenna Brooks? My husband once thought someone had cloned his Facebook and was sending messages to this guy asking why he was pretending to be him and telling him he was a sick individual. Made a public post for all his friends to delete this imposter, only to realise it was an old account of his. He's been actually abusing himself. Wow. <laughs> Dude, cease and desist. How dare you? Stop this. <laughs> That's some of the stuff that's going on. Social media, isn't it? That's it. And yeah. oh, that's weird, isn't it? I like this one. There's a picture on this one as well. I'll put it on. Um, I'll put it on Twitter as well when we're finished. Uh, Sarah Critchley says, "My husband texts me from a poolside in Huntington Beach, California, saying, come down quick. Bruce Willis is staying in our hotel. I've been chatting to him. He's lovely. So I dutifully trotted down and saw this. This photo. I called him a div. That's just a, a bald American. <laughs> that's all he's got." That's all he's got. Just a, and there's an actual photo. He's not even got a vest I'm on. I'll actually show you the photo. Oh, that is. Oh, hang on. Is that it doesn't look anything like Bruce no, it Willis. Doesn't look like Bruce Willis. No, it doesn't look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> could have at least had a vest on with some blood on it. You pikaye. Pikaye. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, not even. Not even like Bruce Willis. He's a lovely guy, though. Lovely, fe- lovely fellow, like Bruce Willis. I didn't realise he was from Newcastle. That's odd, isn't it? <laughs> Jordy Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, stick with us after 10 on Absolute Radio. Uh, we'll be doing Idiot Amnesty and giving out one of our prized egg cups. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. This is all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. It's quite fun doing it in, a, in advance. Yeah. Maybe we should do it. Why do, why do we keep getting up at I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a nice time now, isn't it, in our world? Yeah, well, is it like three o'clock Something on a casual, Saturday afternoon? Yeah, five past three, really casual. Oh, oh, lovely, isn't lovely. it? Lovely. That's much better than getting up at six, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we had a break- we had breakfast together. Oh, hours ago. I had a little great. walk around Kilkenny. Yeah. Breakfast with Sarah Pascoe and her hunky boyfriend. Nice. Um, what, uh, um, what did you find in Kilkenny? Anything going on I out there? I just had a little walk around the show. It's beautiful. It's is it? Beautiful we were going to go for ice cream. We're going to go to the castle, I think. Are we going to go, what's it called? Tubbies or something? Yeah, yeah I don't know. It looked well nice. Yeah, that looks good. I love that. I love an ice cream. But it's one that's been here a year. It looks like it's been here a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They've got a... Meskies, I was, I was called. They used to come around the street. Meskies. Yeah. Angry Italian woman. It's almost mm. like she hated children ours and was, ice cream. Oh, no, ours was lovely. She Hugo, was called Hugo. Really? Yeah. He used to know everybody's name, but he didn't. He used to call you like Jeff and oh, man names. He go, I like Jeff, I like Dave. Oh, it was Even like his little gag. Like, like kids, yeah, that was Kinda his like thing. That. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. What was your go-to ice cream? Uh, I had the um, the screwball was my go-to. What, with the chewing gum in the bottom? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we weren't allowed that. Why? Because the chewing gum in the bottom. Set you mad. Well, you know, it used to just get on the couch. <laughs> it sent us mad. <laughs> well, it, well, it must, must have had so many E numbers in. <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. Yeah, we just weren't allowed it because just because of that bubble gum in the bottom. Oh, that's a shame. I know. I don't know what you've been missing. What was yours? Um, just a normal ice cream, I think, with, with a bit of raspberry in it dripping down. The clamshell one was always quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, it was a weird thing with that, right? My mum used to tell us that, you know, the one that, and it had like marshmallow and around it was like chocolate coconut. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was in like a wafer shell. It was like yeah, an oyster. Two, two sides. That's right. And you put the ice cream in the middle. I remember my mum telling us when we were kids that the marshmallow bit was poisonous, right? right. And we had to bring it home to her and she'd dispose of it. Oh, yeah, she'd take it off it. like asbestos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. And it was one of those things that I think I was about 14. And then you just went... I went, hang on, she's eating her marshmallows. <laughs> you know, like 10 years later, like, yeah. no! It's good, isn't it? It's a I good line. tricked all that time. It's a good one, that. I do, with my kids, I go, when we're in restaurants and they get different meals, I always go... 
or like a milkshake will come out or something. I go, let me just check, because I don't know which chef it is, because they've got an evil chef and a good chef. All oh, right, I need let to me, check. Let me just check. Yeah. Uh, and then I have a taste of all yeah. of their food. If it's drink. really nice, you go, yeah, that's the evil one. I <laughs> yeah. better finish this. <laughs> yeah, I've got the uh, Constitution, <laughs> I've got the constitution of some socks. That's the phrase, isn't it? <laughs> we did. I've started already. I swore I'd never trick my kids, but I just, you can't help it. No. Well, it's, you're just stealing food off them. It's not well, really that- tricking them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am tricking them and thieving. Yeah, yeah. Off, off the pair of them. It's a good life lesson for them to learn, isn't it? Don't trust anyone, not even your own dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll try and turn it into a parenting lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow there's a positive in here somewhere. Yeah, that's what I'll tell social services. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is matters how your uh, how your cat's doing all right why? yeah well i'm just are the any of them getting a bit fat like one of them's uh, bits not fat but like it's hard to tell because he's got a small head anyway so he always looks fat <laughs> right uh, that's always tell. been my problem yeah you got a small head i've got a little head beetlejuice isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly my problem now nah, the thing is mate you got a little head i'm not fat i just got a little head <laughs> Good way. It's good spin. I like isn't that. It? Yeah, I'm too short for me for me weight. Um, well, how about this? UK's fattest pets go head to head in slimming contests. Wow. Yeah, thirteen fat pets that combined weigh more than the gargantuan actor behind the mountain in Game of Thrones. What a very specific. Is it is it cats and dogs or just? Uh, you know, well, it just says among them there's a oh, heavy like a hound fat snake. Oh, go on. <laughs> Yeah. Chubby lizard. <laughs> Among them are a heavy hound who once stole an entire Sunday roast for itself and a massive moggy who grew too big for its cat flap. Oh. Like Winnie the Pooh getting stuck plundering honey from his favourite tree, Big Benji has grown so large he now struggles to fit through his cat flap. My my mother-in-law had a fat cat. Mm. Lost a lot of weight, so it's fine now. But um, when I fitted the cat flap in her head, I didn't tell her. I bought a medium-sized dog flap. <laughs> I didn't tell her. <laughs> Said it was a cat flap. Wasn't. You couldn't get a cat flap in that size. Just to protect the feelings. It was just, yeah, it's for a sort of medium sized dog. Wow. I know. And you never told her. She doesn't no, even know. No, no. He's lost the weight now. So. Oh, fine. So she's listening he just now. Just falls through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what about tiny burglars? Yeah, well, that's the worry, isn't that it? That is the worry. Because yeah. when does a dog flap become a Big small enough. human flap? Well, that's flap? the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta be, you, gotta, you might just start leaving the bloody door open. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's how fat it's got. Forget it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Chester uh, is a dog. He, he's not only a poor eater, he's also a criminal. He once stole an entire cheesecake to eat for himself. Oh, wow. That's not good, is it? F- he's 52% over what he should be. That's not good. These are these are fat. What about this? King Charles Spaniel, Boris, weighing 27 kilograms. Oof. He once gobbled up a false set of teeth. Oh, no. That's so what not- are, oh, he's got more then- teeth to eat. <laughs> They're not getting. They put them in his stomach. They're going to digest stuff. Also, they're not going back in, are they? No. No matter how Nobody's many times. Them. Yeah. In the dishwasher. Rinse them as much as you like. <laughs> what do they do? And they go into like Wade and learn to slip. Well, since launching into, it's not about eating sensibly. Is it? He's just nicking stuff. Yeah. These. That's it. So how do you how do you police that? How do you police that, that now? Well, it's something the PDSA do. Since launching in 2005, more than 120 overweight and obese pets, 79 dogs, 37 cats, and eight rabbits. Mm. Have lost no snakes. Rabbits. Yeah. Have lost a combined four. Too many carrots. <laughs> I know you think so. Yeah. Who knew? 
uh, have lost a combined 450 kilograms thanks to the scheme. PDSA vet Olivia Anderson Nathan says, pet obesity is an epidemic that is seriously impacting the lives of millions of pets across the country. As with humans, carrying excess weight has serious health implications for our four-legged friends. It increases the chance of life-limitating and life-threatening conditions such as arthritis, diabetes and heart disease. So don't get fat, No, but if you go on YouTube, there is a really funny clip of a fat cat uh, learning how to swim in like a little sling. Have you seen that? Oh no, that does sound funny. Because he can't, because they they have to lower him in and he's swimming away there and he's getting the exercise. That does sound funny. He put the Rocky music over it. (laughs) Brilliant. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. When I first started reading that, I thought, this is a new ITV show. That's yeah. what it sounded like. It sounded yeah, like yeah. Stephen Mulhern presents it. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. He gets a water can't that man. Um, I thought that's what it sounded like. But no, just these 13 pets. Well, best of luck, I say. Yeah. I know how hard it is to uh, to lose weight. Yeah, um, to, stop, to not steal a cheesecake. I mean, I would. Yeah. And I'm not even a dog. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Uh, me and Steve Edge are here in Kilkenny. Morning. Having the lads on tour holiday. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. Bed by 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've just come back from holiday as well, haven't you? I went, yeah, I went to, I went to, um, over to Albia. Uh, you went to Benidorm? I didn't go to Benidorm. Okay, no, you didn't. But you went to the place you go to I just for love the that last part four of the years. World. I love that part of the world. <laughs> I know where everything is. Well, I never the- went there with my family, though. I was always working. No. Yeah, I guess so. So I went there just so my son could throw stones in the sea and, uh, you know, be a... Well, lovely. there's nothing wrong with that. No, he loved it. I love throwing stones in the sea. Especially if there's people swimming. Oh, yeah, yeah. I so- said, see if you can hit that lad out there. <laughs> see how good he Somebody get. on a pedalo just falling off. <laughs> It's a nice little holiday uh, with the family. Is that your is that your ideal thing to do? Then is that to, to go there? Is there is there in your head? Is there a place that you go? This is where I want to go. No, it was just day. not because I know I know where everything is because yeah. I've spent the best part of a year there over the last three years, four and a half months filming it. Yeah, I guess last you are, three years yeah. I've been there a year. That right. part of the world. So I just you know I know where everything is. Mm. I know where's good. It's easy for a week. Yeah. I know where not to take my son, where to to take my son. Okay, that makes sense. It was sense. nice, it was lovely. Because you're, you're about to get into the realms of kids' holidays. Because you're, yeah. you're, your boy's two. Yeah. So you're about to enter my world, which is... Yeah. There's no holidays for you anymore. Well, that wasn't really an holiday. I mean, you know, I'll do a two-year-old's not an holiday, is it? No, it's just the same thing you do at home, but hotter. Yeah. In heat, yeah, it's just like, oh, great, oh, I'll do this, then that's fine. But every then you get him, get him to say a Spanish word and it makes you smile. That is like tortilla, or yeah, or queso or something like yeah. that, instead of saying cheese. <laughs> I recommend Butlins, I've got to say. I've heard, I've it's heard not this. a sponsored link, by the way. This is my genuine opinion. Yeah, I love it. I love a bit of Center Parks, love a bit of um, Butlins, but Center Parks can be a bit pricey. Like, is that like the posh Butlins? It is, yeah, yeah, it's exactly that, and it's a bit like. It's, you know, you're cycling and all that. It's all great, don't get me wrong, but it, 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 they will charge for, like... They're a bit like, um, you know, the budget airlines where they're like, oh, you want to breathe? Oh, oh. no. Oh, that is going to be £24, I'm just afraid. you've taken your shoes off on the flight. There's a £20 penalty for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't realise. Yeah, Do but I that's know. a little bit what Centre Park's like. like oh, okay. Everything is... they don't miss- is like IDI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, Nobbling these competition, you, all that. Yeah, once yes. you're in, you're in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and my kids love it. And they've been all over Portugal and Egypt and all sorts of places. Can't top every, it. every time they go, sort of Butlins. Yeah, okay. Well, I've never I've never been, so I think. Bogner, I be, the, I've only been to the Bogner one. I've never been to Bogner. I mean, that's. I know not, it's not. That's not. You weren't expecting me to go. No. No, but, it's a, but it was a big. It was a big I old. I guess so, yeah. When yeah. I was a kid, Perfelli. 
there was a Butlins in Perfell. It was the only yeah. holiday we ever had. It was not to get the Hovis music on, but yeah. we um, it was paid for by the Lord Mayor's Fund, which was oh, like dear. a like a charity to pay for underprivileged you know kids to go yeah. on holiday. And so we were put in the like the the, the worst. Like obviously, over the paying accommodation, yes. people who paid themselves, it was all nice. But we were tucked into this really crappy little lodge at the like back. Oliver, yeah. And I remember we got there, and I said, "Mum, can we go on the? We want, uh, want to go swimming and go on that? Cause had like a roller coaster and everything. Never yeah. even seen one. Uh, can we have some money?" And my mum and dad went, "Guys, it's all free. Oh. It's all included." I yeah. just, I was like eight. This my, can't be right. My brother was six. My other brother was four. We were like, "What?" Yeah. Free, so we went and we had three days. It was amazing. We had great fun, and then one morning, me and my brothers went out, and then we come back, and my dad's company got up. This is in the sort of days where, yeah, three kids could get up and just do their own thing, do their own thing for yeah, a yeah, bit. Fine. Come back into the house, into our little chalet, and um, my dad, <laughs> my dad, come into the little living room bit. He went, "What's all this stuff?" He's like, "And we'd got, we'd been to the shop." Piled all the chocolates, got a football. Oh, got all, I thought all that was free as well. I thought everything was free. Oh. And my dad was like, what's all this? It was like, little knot, yeah. guy from security. Uh, three lads, uh, we just um, come um, from the shop. They, no, like, they, yeah. <laughs> we really played into the stereotype of uh, yeah. why these poor the people Lord shouldn't Mayor. have been given a free holiday. Yeah. Jason Manford. We're dealing with the big questions this morning on uh, Absolute Radio. Steve has got the biggest of all. What size of uh, fruit does scrumping become theft? (laughs) 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 See what I mean? Like you scrump apples, don't you? But yeah, would you you scrump a watermelon? (laughs) Is that even a real thing anymore? Scrumping? Yeah, Uh, it's it's just theft under another name, isn't it? Scrump. So you. So just your next door neighbours. Next door neighbours got a got an apple, apple tree. tree. Yeah, it's a bit grown over yours. Nick a few off. We had one of those those things you get, and it was like a, a robotic hand. And mm. when you squeeze the the end of it, the hand moved. Oh yeah. We had those, and we used to That's the ones like, that were out of reach. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Going on all fours, going across <laughs> the the roof of the garages, scrumping next door's peaches. I think it was. Wow. Yeah. It does sound like you grew up in the Beano. I did grow up in the Beano. It does sound like yeah. that. Like the worst crime on your street was, like, oh, don't be leaving a freshly baked apple pie on the oh, window ledge. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a way. <laughs> Not around here. <laughs> that sounds like an idyllic... idyllic uh... yeah, yeah. No, it was it was, it was Canuck in the 70s. <laughs> and, and anybody will tell you that's not an idyllic childhood. <laughs> but I do remember that there was there was definitely like theft you were allowed to do. Well, we, we, used to, we always used to go on <laughs> Sounds weird now. We, we always used to go on holiday to sort of like Cornwall and Great Yarmouth, mm. which is a long way from the mm. Midlands. I mean, you know, you think it wouldn't be closer, but it's yeah. not. No. And I remember we, there was an arcade, I think it was somewhere, and you know the little tray underneath where the money goes when you put your money in? Oh, yeah. That wasn't locked. So me and brother used to, we never had the wherewithal to, to nick the money in there. No, we just no. put the money in, play the game, and then put it in again. We never went, right, well, yeah, nick yeah, what's yeah. in the tray. We weren't those kind oh, of... Oh, you weren't, yeah, because that no, would be theft, but yeah. yeah. but we were just like, free games, free Amazing. Games. That was, that was like winning the lottery. Well, I was in South End last week uh, doing a bit of filming, and um, we were filming in an arcade. Oh. And we, in the break, when they were changing cameras over and whatever, we... Um, uh, we, we got to play on the 2P machine. Is that the one with the, the like, tipping point? that tipping point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tipping point. But with magnets. Yes. With yes. hidden magnets. Yeah, exactly. 
And uh, we're playing that, playing Tipping Point by ourselves. And um, and every so often, I don't know if you know, but on those two pimping shows, every so often, that it's called, I think they call it an an ambient payout or something. Well, when you're just walking past, yeah, it just drops. And it just drops. Yeah. You get quite a buzz. Well, they, it's Even always it's only six p. It like, always Whoa. sounds like more than it does. You, yeah. like, <laughs> and you go, oh, wow, that was six p. Yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah, great. I won a little Rubik's cube, key ring or like key a little, ring. yeah, no. yeah, and a and a minion. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I did, I did yeah, pretty well. Minions, don't they? Yeah, cost me twenty three quid. Well, that's worth it in isn't it? two pieces. It's like when you play with those, when you win those tokens. Yeah, you win like a thousand, and then you go to the thing. There's arms full of loads of these, yeah. and they go. You can have a key ring. <laughs> Here's a pen. Some bubblies. (laughs) Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show. Steve Edge is here. Morning. And we're at the uh, my favourite part of the show, actually. It's become a little bit of a regular feature, which is rare for me, Uh, is our... The Idiot Amnesty. Oh, the Idiot Amnesty. Idiot Amnesty. It's the time where you're able to just get it off your chest. Uh, No one's judging. Uh, not much. Yeah. The no, time where you've yeah. just been an idiot. Okay. It happens to us all. It We've happens. all done it. We've all done it. Of course we have. That's what makes it an amnesty. It's absolutely fine. Uh, this morning, obviously, I, because we're pre-recorded, don't text them in, but I will be giving a uh, a little egg cup. Jason, I've had absolute radio egg cup. You did like a funny face then. Like the, I, know, I just want one of these egg cups. Oh, you, you want talking one? I thought you were like... Yeah. No, I wasn't judging the egg cup. I thought you were turning your nose up at my special no, gift. No, I, I want one. Well, everyone does. Oh, preferably two, because one's no good, is it? One would be weird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's any time you've been an idiot and uh, and you just need someone to forgive you and okay. say, do you well, know what, Just mate? get it out there. It's just yeah. purge it, isn't it? It's cathartic. Yeah. You're just saying, look, I did this. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I'm a massive idiot. Yeah. Uh, so don't text in. Uh, you can get in touch with me on Facebook or Twitter, of course. Uh, Michelle Maitland, she says, my friend Frank once asked me, that sounds like a made-up name, doesn't it? Yeah, Frank. Don't put my don't real put my name. name in it. Say, um, I don't know, Frank. <laughs> Who's called Frank? <laughs> no one's called, called Frank, Frank anymore. <laughs> my friend Frank asked me once, how do you spell GCSE? Mm, that's, that's, that's a bad one. It's up there, isn't it? Yeah. It's up there. What about this from uh, Donna Hodge? She says... I asked my question why they were called buffalo wings. Buffaloes don't have wings, do they? Yeah, it's a good point. Though. It is a good. It's a good point. Is it? Why is they called buffalo? Why are from, they called buffalo wings? Because they're from. They were first made in Buffalo, weren't they? Okay, is that in, why? In New York, yeah, yeah. Right. They have Buffalo Wings Day in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, I know my food. Little bit of fact, yeah. You <laughs> ain't know of... my wings. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> yeah. When I said I was going via Dublin tomorrow, you were like, got to get some chicken wings. I did say that. <laughs> Start Mate. Recommending wings. M- me and Ross Noble, yeah. when we came and did the producers here in, uh, in Ireland, we were in Dublin for three weeks. We did wings for two meals a day, every wow. day. Yeah. Did you fly by the end of it? <laughs> no, but um, no, the opposite. Ross got gout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we shouldn't laugh because it's terrible. But uh, yeah, that was too much. That was too much chicken wings. They have them in like a Frank sauce and you dip them in this blue cheese sauce. Oh, Sounds good. Sounds fit. Good. If I was not leaving Kilkenny at quarter past four tomorrow morning, I would be having chicken wings. Maybe I'll have them for breakfast. Yeah. Can you have them for breakfast? No. Uh, Dan Ellis said uh, he asked his son what the boy is what's the boy called in, in Pete's Dragon that's, oh dear that's not that's good that, it's easy though it's easy done yeah, yeah. Debbie Fire Brigade turned up at our house saying they'd reports of a fire there answered the door and said hold on a moment I'll go and have a look yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would know you would know surely you'd, 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 yeah, you know. 
<laughs> she had really vibrant curtains. <laughs> um, Johnny Short. Again, these sound like a lot of yeah, made-up made names. names. Johnny he Short. Like a character in Goodfellas. You're Johnny Short. <laughs> Johnny Short said, I once apologised to a door for walking into it. Oh, that's nice. I'd, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it's quite nice, actually. Oh, sorry, door. I do that sometimes with mannequins. What, it says, just, oh, how sorry. often do you bump into a mannequin? Oh, all the time. Sorry, mate. <laughs> you're not looking where you're going. What, you mean just in a shop? In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I've not got mannequins in my house. No, but I mean, the ones in the window. I mean, how are you getting in the window? That's what I was... <laughs> When I think of mannequins, I think of window displays. Oh, I'm in a window display. Oh, sorry, love. Oh, hang on, what's happening here? <laughs> uh, Mark Horton asked, uh, my friend asked if Brazil was close to Holland. She was 19 at the time and at oh, university. <sighs> That's I, well, I went to Geography freaks people. I out, went to Berry St. Edmunds last week, and my wife said, uh, I said, we're in sort of, you know, we're going mm. to East Anglia. And we're not there yet, though. We're near Cambridge. And I was like, no, I think Suffolk is in East Anglia. No, it's not. I mean, it is, isn't it? What? Suffolk and Norfolk is East Anglia, isn't Does it? Does she not? No one we'll have it. Wow. I know. That is worrying. She didn't go to a normal school. Like, she went to a stage school. She just tap danced away oh. for her life. <laughs> Didn't know anything. <laughs> don't need there to know things know like anything. that. Unless there's a show there, I don't care. I don't care. Um, when I was in America, a hairdresser asked me, this is Dave, uh, a hairdresser asked me where I was from. I said, England. She said, cool, what language do they speak there? Oh, I don't think that happened. No. I'm calling it a bit of BS on that one, Dave. Uh, and uh, having a new kitchen put in, and the delivery fella asked if I had access to the back garden as he had three metre lengths to deliver, and they were really long. I said, how long? <laughs> Yeah, it's good. That could, that's easy to be done, though. My that. mate had a scan on his liver and they found a birthmark on his liver and he went, how long I had that? <laughs> similar sort of thing. But he got nothing back from the nurse. Nothing. <laughs> uh, thanks for all these this morning. We've got to give an egg cup uh, to someone. What do you reckon? Any of them leaping out at you? Um, Who deserves an egg what's cup? What's the Frank one again? The, the, that first one I really like. Oh, you quite like Frank, was it? The GCSE. Yeah. How do you spell GCSE? Right, it's going over to Michelle Maitland. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining in. To fictional Frank. <laughs> to made up Frank. <laughs> Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters.